0: Welcome to the Spurs 9501 Podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and
1: Jam. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 Podcast. I've got, this is Ray in London, sorry, I've got Steve in London, Jam in Connecticut, Cam in Florida. Uh, Welcome to all our YouTube viewers and fans. Welcome to all our listeners. We are just four... uh, Tottenham fans giving you our reaction about the wonderful 4-1 win against Crystal Palace. So before we start, I'm going to go through the teams uh, for you. Um, the recent goal, Doherty, Sanchez, Alderweireld, Reguion, Hojbjerg, Winx, Lucas, Bale, Sun and Kane. So those were the teams. I'm going to come back to Cam now to give us some stats. Match stats, Cam. Over to you.
2: Yeah, great. We've uh, um, had a good success since we first played a uh, uh, Palace in 1906. We've beaten them 32 times. They've um, beaten us 12 times, and we've had 15 draws. You all probably remember there was a big gap um, in the mid 90s to the uh, mid 2000s because Palace were um, were in the second division. Well, the they were not, What is now The Championship. And um, have since the uh, mid 2000s have really, well, about 2014 have stayed up. So we've been playing them much more regularly. And um, overall, though, the main stats I wanted to hit you with um, are the match stats, of course, because uh, of the last five or six games in a row, we've maintained really good possession stats. So 64 percent possession this time against 36 Um 12 shots from us, uh, five from them, uh, five on target. They had one shot on target. Uh, from which which I believe they scored. Um, we only had one corner in the whole game and they had five corners. They committed 17 fouls as opposed to our five. And the only other stat that we must have obviously wouldn't be complete without mentioning Gareth Bell in his last six games, six appearances, six goals. Pretty impressive. And how many assists, Cam? A handful of assists. A handful of assists. I have got the assist figures. I
1: have, um, three assists. Okay, excellent. Thanks very much for that, Cam. Good, to, good to hear all those stats. I'm going to go to the thoughts on the lineup. So, Doherty was at right back, same well, regular, and obviously came back in. Same centre back pairing of Sanjus and Alderweireld. Jam, let me come to you. No Aurier on the bench or even in the squad, um, and Doherty. And we'll, we'll talk separately about Doherty's performance. But so what, what, give us your thoughts about the lineup. No Andombele and Winks in in the middle of there. Give us your thoughts, please. So,
0: um. With Doherty, I heard, uh, Aurier has a, an ankle injury, so that's keeping him out. So, um, you know, he, he did well. We'll, we'll get back on his performance later. Uh, Lucas in the middle again. I really like seeing that, you know, in that number, number 10 role, it really make, gives the opposition a lot more to think about, about who's actually playing in that position, because he does a good job playing like as a, as like a false nine. 11 came to play further back a little bit, and um, it was Winks. Winks played very well. Uh, you know, I'm not not his biggest fan. I don't think any of us are, but Ndabulela definitely needs a rest. Maybe two, three game rest. He's been playing a lot of football, and you know, from going to, being the player who's needed the most uh most fitness at the beginning of the season, he's he's been playing a lot.
1: Okay, good. Okay, so you're all happy i think we're, we're we're all getting an idea of what our strongest lineup is i think so, uh, it seems like we're doing that so um let's start with the first half then Steve uh, give us your thoughts on you know how the game evolves you know we, we took the lead and then you know they equalized and just give us your your initial thoughts on the first half
3: well, I think it was a it was a pretty good first half um up until forty fifth minute um it's a shame we probably could have increased our um, our, our lead at times, um, certainly Son I think missed a damn good chance in the first uh, first few minutes
0: mm-hmm. with
3: a header. Um, I think if Kane had been in that position rather than Son, then we probably would have um, had a goal earlier. but all in all, it was a pretty good performance. We seem to be pressing higher um, than we have been, and um, Cam uh, talked about the fact that the possession stats showed that are we are we're building on possession. And that's, I think, that's a much more effective way to play than to try and rely purely on, um, you know, thirty percent possession and playing on the break. You're Mm -hmm. always reliant on not making a mistake, and we do have mistakes in us, don't we? Um, In terms of uh, the 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 lineup, I I will disagree slightly with Jam because I thought that Winks didn't have a good game. I thought he he lost possession on a number of occasions, and I thought his passing was poor. He wasn't the only one, I think, at that time. Um, but I think since things sort of solidified, became steadier, and during the course of the first half, we took we took control until the last um, minutes. And I'm afraid I blame, and we're we going to talk about Doherty, I blame Doherty for that. I know you yeah. can't always blame just one player, but he didn't close him down. Uh, the cross, the Crystal Palace cross for Bentacchi to head the ball into the net. He he was, he was slow, he just didn't seem to anticipate And I think if it had got closer to the player, the quality of the cross, which was good, um, wouldn't have been of the same quality that that um, was finally put into the box. So we went in a bit disappointed with with one all, and and really I thought the way we do sometimes crumble against physical strong teams, which Palace are, that we were going to have a tough struggle in the second half. But we'll talk about that
1: later, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Cam. Your your thoughts on the first half?
2: I, th- I think that um, the, uh, James and Steve have covered a lot of good points already, but one point I wanted to make, and that is about the possession, is we've seen a major turnaround in the way that we play football now. Uh, we have, um, if you look back at some of the earlier games, especially the one nils, where we were 1-0 until the last 5-10 minutes and we became 1-1, um, we always handed the ball back to the opposition. We did that a bit at Fulham in the second half too, and... Well, basically, they had, they were very unlucky not to, not to get that goal. As we all agree, it probably, um, now with the new, it's actually led to a law change. Now it would have been a goal, right? So, yeah. uh, that is an issue, uh, that, that, that we do have it in us to keep dropping off like we did. And I didn't see that today. And that I think is good. And I haven't seen as much of it in the last few games. And that basically what leads to, uh, getting four goals. Before we were, a one nil team, which is what Mourinho's old teams were. But I think that he's been listening to um, our podcast and actually he's probably following our advice because we told right. him, press higher, hold on to the ball a lot more. And uh, if we have the ball, it's very hard for them to score when we have the ball. It's as simple as that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's they're very simple, actually. Yes, I'm glad he's listening to our podcast like hundreds of and others <laughs> are. But I want to give a shout-out to Lucas Moura for the first goal. I mean, this guy is pressing. He's just come to another level now, and he's got so much energy. That goal is all down to Lucas Moura, pressing Milojevic to go into a mistake. Harry crosses, and Bale is there on the line. Now, I think we're not relying just on Harry to score. We've got Bale, and obviously, sun's dried up a bit. We've got sun as well. So, first half... Going back to what Steve said, when we were one nil up and then they scored, I thought, here we go again. Now, I think, Steve, you might be being a bit harsh on Doherty. Obviously, you know, the fact that he should have stopped the corner, yes. to stop the cross, I agree, you know. But then Sanchez and Aldo Bar-El have got both of them marking one guy in the middle and they can't deal with it. Come on. I mean, the law of averages says that Doherty's not going to be able to stop every single cross coming into the box. So these guys have got to be able to, um, you know, be able to defend that. Um, Cam, did you want to come in there? Yeah, because you forget the most important
2: thing right at that moment when that, when Penteke and that cross came in, both uh, um, Sanchez and Aldeiral were wearing lead boots because they were yeah. rooted so heavily to the ground they, could, they were unable to lift themselves up in any way. So it's what struck—I couldn't believe the way none of them jumped, none of them did yeah, anything. Did. I,
3: I
1: think Sanchez jumped, but it was over him anyway. But yeah, beautiful.
2: I just want to say one thing about the first half before we go on, um, and that is—I know you want to talk about Bale and that. I just wanted to say. That I loved that if you watch the uh, Kane running with the ball and Bell's run, Bell's run, he actually timed it to because perf- if he carried on running as he was running, it would have been offside. But yeah. you can see him suddenly stop, slow down, and then wait for the cross to actually speed up. And yeah. I think that that that's what makes now the difference between his level and his fitness
1: and and his understanding and reading of the English game again. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. uh, Jam, let's come to you now. I mean, the second half, we went in one one one, We thought, here we go again. This is going to be really difficult. And then the second half, we just blew them away. Talk us through the second half, Jam.
0: Um, So I just wanted to start with the the fact that we did concede at the end of the first half, Um, you know, I, I I think we're being a little harsh on on our players. You know they're going to concede goals like that, and it was an exceptional cross, and, and Bentancur was high above everyone else to get that header. Even if Sanchez had jumped or someone had jumped, probably would have missed the header. Um So I think it was a good goal from them. I think I think you can give them that. Uh, but then we came out in the second half, and this this says a lot about the whole team's mentality that we came out fighting. You know, Uh usually that would be a situation where we come out and we don't know what to do. And we're not sure who's going to score, or we're looking around for Kane to to do something. But um, we had more than one player on the pitch ready to take the ball and and dribble and not be not be afraid to put in, you know, put in a good cross, um, take an excellent shot. And really, it came down to what was it? Kane's goal? Or was, oh no, was yeah. it Bale? Bale scored first. Yeah, Bale scored that good goal from a Reggie cross. Um, and it was it was just the front free attacking really well.
1: I mean, we've always wanted to see this. Bale, Son, and Kane, three. we wanted Ali, but he wasn't there. But, I mean, you can really see the rewards of this. OK, thanks very much, James. Steve, second half, you know, how did this change from being a normal nervy, you know, 1-1, potentially uh-huh. we could go 2-1 down. How did it change you going to 4-1? What happened?
3: Uh, we didn't play the way Mourinho normally plays. Uh, we continued with um, a pressing game and trying to... Um, get possession I think that was as I, it seems to be mentioned earlier was epitomised by Mora and his um, commitment and energy um, mm. and I do I do like Mora. I respect him as a, a, as, a as a really um, intensive constant trier um, scoring after 49 minutes so that's always going to help so immediately we've got them on the back foot they've got to open up a little to try and get something out of the game um and I think um that was that was Bale's header, but there was also an exceptional um header back across goal by Kane, mm-hmm. um, which made it. There, there were four palace players in or around their six yard box and we had two players. So we were outnumbered two to one and yet we got two headers, which is, is really is a really good sign. Um we, we then I think Kane then scored something on the like the fifty fifty second minute, I think it was which was just
1: uh, out of this world. goal of the season isn't it contender yeah. for Golden of the season
3: and, and I've looked I looked at it afterwards as well there's sort of minimal backlift he just sort of yeah. passes it into the top corner yeah. it's technically there's probably only half a handful of players in the world who can do that let alone in mm-hmm. the premier league um so that was really brilliant that, that that goal um and then um Kane gets the second as well I I think both uh, certainly Kane was probably a bit disappointed not to stay on to try and get his hat trick um, but that that goal was made by Lamella. I know that Son yep. passed the ball back across the six-yard box, mm. um, but it was um, Lamella's, Lamella came on, and then um, uh, we didn't sort of miss Bale so much because he was really running at the defence mm-hmm. and causing them all sorts of trouble. Um, mm. I just kept waiting for him to get booked, and he didn't, so it's marvellous.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I so thought Lamella was excellent, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And, and just one thing, it's, it's Vinicius came on as well, and he's such a frustrating player. He's clearly got the strength to hold the ball up. But he came on for the last ten minutes. And if I had been him, I would have then thought, right, I'm gonna absolutely run myself into the ground. I think at one point I saw Mora overtake him to close down. And that that's not should that shouldn't be happening for a player who's come on with 10 minutes to go and a player who's already been on 80 minutes, that he should be the one who's really putting in a shift, even in the last 10 minutes, to close everything down. So, I don't, that, it seems to me there's something not, not quite right with Vinicius.
1: OK. OK. Thanks, Steve. Cam, give us your thoughts on the second half.
2: Simply put, um, I think St- Steve said it, normally this is not how we normally play second halves. I mean, what worries me, always worries me about Spurs, was that whatever we get in the first half, and it's usually that's it. But I think from the last couple of games, I'm seeing that we are now beginning to become, uh, I think, again, Mourinho must be listening to us and realizing it is a game of two halves. You have to play both halves, not just attacking one half and defending in the, in another half. It's actually, um, you've got to do both in both halves. And I think that's what we saw today. I mean, an amount of I, I would like to say, I don't think I've seen a Spurs team attack this season as much in the second half as we did in this game. It's also good to see going 2-1 up that we didn't, again, fall back, put 10 behind the ball, and and then try to defend that lead. And we actually kept on playing like we were playing uh, before. So that was good. Uh, The first goal, I will say, it was made by Bell, created by Bell, scored by Bell. So that was pretty good. Even the um, Apple phone is created in California but made in China, at least this goal, was uh, totally created by Bell. And yeah, you've got yeah. to give him that because he didn't start the move off. Kane's third goal, frustrating because what a finish. Uh, and then last week against Fulham, <laughs> he missed that open goal. <laughs> the you, know, yeah. you, you wonder, how can you do that and then do what you did last week? But, I mean, you know, I'll take it all day long. Beautiful goal yeah. and definitely a contender. Um And then... I mean, the fourth goal was, was was good too. I mean, it was great. It was a good header. Uh, I think just lucky that he stayed onside by about, by his, I think by the hair of his little sleeve by the end of it, was what, uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of inches of his sleeve kept him onside. But it yep. won't take it all day long.
1: Yeah. Cool. I think it, I just want to add a little bit. I mean, it just shows having a class left winger like Reguion can do for you, you know, putting balls into the box you know, picking people out, making runs, taking defenders away, something that Ben Davis doesn't do. But I think this adds a real value to what we're we're, we're trying to achieve now. And I think going back to what Cam said about attacking in the second half, I think Jose Jose has realised that we just probably can't defend it. He's actually Mm. come to the conclusion that I don't care, these guys can't defend, they might as well attack. I really do think that's the case because he's given up on the defence at the moment. So. Okay, so now what I want to do, guys. Um, thanks for your thoughts on the first second half. I want to talk very. F- I want to talk about some players specifically and how their performance was. Uh, I'll ask you to spend just a little bit, not too long, on each player. I'm going to come to uh, Cam first to talk about Harry Winks and his performance. He came in today for Tonga and Dumbelly. Tell us how you think Harry Winks did.
2: Well, I think that uh, I hear what Steve says. He did misplace some passes. He did do some stuff. But overall, I thought his energy and his running was very good. He did close down quite a lot of players. Um, he took some of the pressure off um, uh, Hojbjerg, which I think I'm not so sure that uh, Ndombele does as much because Ndombele is wanting to be much more forward than uh, um, uh, than Hojbjerg is. And Hoibier, I mean, he partnered him a lot better, and I thought the two of them actually worked a lot better today. I think he's been given a very hard time, specifically by you, Ray. Um, today, he looked like a premiership player to me. Um, his value is definitely going to have gone up in the market. Uh, he closed down where he needed to. He, stopped, he broke up attacks. uh he, was, he had energy. What he didn't do is these stupid long-range shots that are nowhere near the goal, uh, wasting uh, good positions, which is one of the biggest criticisms that we have against him. Plus, he wasn't responsible for giving away any goals. So I think putting those things together, that was probably a positive. Is he the best player in that position? Would I have played him ahead of Sissoko if I was giving Ndombele a rest? Probably not. But then I think that, um, you know, he got to give him his chance at some stage. If any, if, any, if there was ever a game where Winks needed to show that he's still got some footballing skills and some passion about him, it was today. And I, I think he
1: came out okay. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, Jam, talk us about Gareth Bale. Talk about his performance. What you've seen specifically now and what you didn't see a few games ago. Tell us about it.
0: Oh, man. I think, I think Gareth Bale's stats, um, since he's really returned to the first team regularly has just speak for themselves. He's been so good. He's been, like, controlling the play again. You know, he, he can pick up a ball. He'll pick a pass across, across the field and then make the run and be the, the person receiving the ball as he did for that second goal. You know, um, it's, 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 it, Brings qual- it brings confidence to the rest of the team, and I think it's really it's showing. Um, attacking football is beautiful to see, and and it's been a really hard first half of the season uh, for any, every Spurs fan, and probably Bale himself too. Like, as a, I'm sure he's a Spurs fan too, um, he knows he wasn't up to it, and it kind of reminds me of like. You know, I know Vinicius came on and had 10 minutes and didn't do very well. But we were, we were giving Bale crap for coming on and, and having 10, 15 minutes and also not doing very well. But now that he has had a run of games, he's back in form, Um, he's really showing us what he's got. And I just can't wait to have a full season of that next season if we do extend that loan.
1: Is Bale for you, Jam, an automatic starter now for the rest of the Premier League and Europa League season? Um,
0: I wouldn't say every single match, but every other match, absolutely. You know, don't push him. But yeah. if he's ready to play, absolutely, he should be starting.
1: It's interesting, in his interview after the match, Mourinho said mm-hmm. he's managing, they're managing his condition with Bale himself. So they're looking at eye contact with Bale when he wants to come off, when he wants to stay on, etc. So it looks like they're managing it together, and Bale knows his body better than anybody. So yeah. long may it continue, I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Okay,
1: Steve, I'm going to come to you now. Talk us about Matt Doherty, because... Uh, and remember, this is a good forum now, because we won 4-1. So no bad things, Steve. Uh, mm-hmm. I want you to talk about, it. No bad about Matt Doherty. <laughs> I thought he played reasonably well. He did one header when Zaha was in and he headed it away and he made a few tackles. So, talk about positively about Matt Doherty because we don't always want to hear negative stuff,
3: Steve.
1: I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> As Jose would say, I, I, I'm going to talk about it then if you can't. No, well, you can.
3: I, well, hold on. I think it, that. Look, he, ca- he cannot pass the ball. He doesn't cross. He takes two touches when one will do. Mm. He looks, well, my son calls him skeletal. He's a sort of cartoon footballer. He's not, I, I can't find anything positive. When he got oh. booked, I was hoping he'd get sent off so they'd miss three games. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I may have been unfair.
1: I can't condone that. I'm sorry, Steve. You, you can't got an assist. You, can't. You, you got an assist. He headed away a certain goal from Zaha. I think you're being very harsh on him. I really do. You say, if you can't say anything nice about him, I'll ask Cam. Yeah, I can you say anything nice about... Hold on, Steve. Cam, can you say anything nice about Doherty?
2: I can say, I mean, I really, really, really like Doherty when I see him sitting on the bench. I think he's a great bench warmer. Is that okay, good enough?
1: Nobody's going <laughs> to say anything nice about Doherty. Oh, so... well, nice thing. <laughs> Jam. I don't know how you slating your own players, mate, but that's. I'm not. I think great. He looks great on the bench.
3: <laughs> but I mean, Sahar must have thought he was it, was it was his holiday when he came on at half time.
0: I mean, to the be far, fair, Sahar. So he was offside. He got called off three times. Yeah. Offside. Two. Yeah. Yeah. There you, there know, you go, Jerry. That's, Sorry, down that's down a positive. positive. That's I a positive. think,
3: yeah, Doherty I was able to run that line. And oh, yeah. he managed to get, and, get an offside on a number of occasions. And he was leading that. If you look yeah. at him, he was the one with his
1: hand in the air. Yeah, and, and, and also he's a good, good hand at understanding with uh, Bale at the moment on the right-hand side. So, you know, long may that continue as well. Oh, so. You know,
2: uh, can I say, my problem is with Doherty, with Bale. I think Bale uh, has a much better understanding with, um, with Aurier because Aurier can cross the ball. The problem that I have with uh, Doherty is that you'll see Bale give him a very quick pass and run. And then Dalton don't know what we'll to do.
1: It. Won't so, okay, let's move on. It. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Lucas Moura now because oh, yes. I thought Lucas played really well. I mean, I think he's in the team for his pressing. And obviously, you know, he's obviously a really good player, but he was pressing amazing today. I mean, he was the one who got an ass- didn't really get an assist, but he did really get an assist for the first goal. Um, you know, hassling the front guys, not giving them time trying to dribble, running at players, which you don't see a lot of people doing, but he's actually running at players, trying to cause them to foul him, get free kicks, etc. The one thing I would say about Mora was when the ball was cleared, just before they scored the first goal, he could have passed it off and we could have, but then he, he didn't pass it off. He got tackled and they went, somehow got to the far side and they scored. So inadvertently he did lead to that goal. But other than that, I thought he had a great game. And I think it's got to be, I would have Mora at the moment over Ali any time. Yeah. At, the anyway, at the moment, because I think Moore is adding a lot more, and he did a great cross. If, if like Steve said, if Vinicius had, had his, you know, was was concentrating, he could have been a lot further forward. if he Had a tap in there, really, so, one ooh. near the end, really. Yeah. Okay, okay, Steve. Seeing as you couldn't say anything nice about um, Doherty I'll give you one more chance. You spend a few minutes talking about Harry Kane. Last week, he missed a couple of chances. Talk about his performance today, Steve. Go on.
3: Well, um. You can't argue with two goals, one of which was completely world-class and two assists, really. So, I mean, it's he, he was uh, sort of the consummate, sort of number 10, centre-forward hybrid, really. Uh, in the first half, I thought he was try- actually trying to do too much, mm-hmm. where he always wanted a Hollywood-style pass rather than a simple and straightforward pass. But he had a great game. Um, hopefully, he's going to continue that for the rest of the season. I always worry when he comes down too hard on those glass ankles of his. Uh, that always makes me uh, my heart miss a beat. But um, a great performance and the goal of the
1: season so far. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, that's great. Let's go. We've got a few minutes left now. Let's go to some takeaways. Uh, Cam, what's your takeaway from the match? I wanted to put
2: one thought out there because I, I always look back and think about sort of things that you have said in the past, Ray, which have gone, come, gone completely wrong. Um, a few weeks ago, you said, uh, Bale, finish, just get him out of here. The other thing... Um, at same, I, was the wrong. Same, I was wrong. Uh, at the, on the same breath, same breath, you said, Stevie Bergwine, best player, stick with him, because he's going to be absolutely brilliant.
1: He is. He is. You've got to stick with him. You've got to give him a chance. He's not getting a chance. Well, my question to
2: the panel is, is there in this team, the way that we're playing, and I know that they are clicking so much well together, would you see a place for Bergwine? Right now i Ahead. had hold on Ahead of Lamella ahead of of uh, um Delhi,
1: who I sh- really should have come on, but Lamella did great when he came on well I'll answer that I mean at the moment, I can't see Stephen Bergwine, but then we're going to have injuries we're going to need yeah. we yeah. need backup. Right now, at the moment he's not a starter, I agree with you because his form yeah. doesn't dictate that, but we exactly. do need backup if yeah. Delhi gets injured, Mora gets injured, you know we need people there, so yeah, I, I still see a place for him. can you take back what you said earlier have I? How great player he was! He's, I think he's a good he's player, potential. but he's, he's going through a bad patch. So I think he's a really good player. He's going through a bad patch, so we will, it happens to everybody. But mm-hmm. you, what is your takeaway from this match, Cam? My takeaway is you... four
2: goals. I, I mean, I I like the way the fact that now that's the way that that Bell's playing and linking up with them um, with with Kane and with Son is amazing. I mean, you, we one thing we forgot to say is today Son and Kane became the highest duo. In terms of goals and assists in the Premiership history.
1: Amazing. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, with that, with that final goal passed from Sol. So those three fantastic. And I think Mora really is fitting in so well with that by just with his high pressing just behind them, you know, and breaking it up and getting them the ball. Uh, long way it continues, Steve said. But then when Lamella came on, I thought he did great. I mean, you he know, he, he, did ball, yeah. he did, he did, and well. he did against Fulham. Yeah. Um, so. That's are my takeaways. I think if that could continue, the only thing that I, I was sad was to see that I think Delhi should have come on.
1: Yeah. But well, one thing, going back to your point, you know, you need competition. And the, the reason people like Moore and Lamella are playing really well is if they don't play, people like Bergwijn could get in the team. So you do need a bit of competition for places. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Steve, coming to you, buddy, what's your takeaway, main takeaway from this match?
3: Well, I'm hoping that um, we've uh, put zombie football to bed. hmm I, I also... Well, I still wonder about Larice. Huh. There was one opportunity for him to just catch the ball and he sort of two-fisted punched it away. Very good punch, actually, but punch. it seemed one to two. me to be pretty unnecessary when he could have caught it. So mm. still a bit worried about that, but hopefully the parking the bus zombie stuff has gone. Mm. Let's see how we get on against Arsenal. I suspect that will be the acid test on how we play rather than Thursday's game, but we'll, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Jam takeaway? Uh, main takeaway for me is, um, you know, it's easy to talk about Bale and Kane and, and so on. They did amazing today, but uh, I think other players deserve a shout being Regulon, Lamella and Lucas. Both, I mean, Regulon, we have such a good player on our hands, has so much passion, so much energy. He's, he's like, he's a winner. He wants to win. Uh, Lucas and Lamella are like new players. You know, they've had, they had a really bad patch, but they're hitting form, uh, with the whole team. And it's, it's, we need them. We need them to be there, you know. It's um it's it's really good to see them playing so well.
1: Okay, my main takeaway from it is Mora. I'm really, really, really happy to see how Mora has raised his game uh, to actually keep people like Delhi out of the you know, out of the team. I think Mora's done well. He's really raised his game and he's playing really well, so long may that continue. But that's my main takeaway from this. Now just before we finish guys I want you all to give a prediction. I'm going to come to Steve first. What's your prediction for the match against Dinamo Zagreb on Thursday in the Europa League?
3: I think I think we're too good for them. I think we'll win two nil.
0: Okay, great. Jam. Uh, well, I'm no I'm no expert on creation football, but I'm going to say uh, <laughs> a two three nil to us. Okay.
1: I'm going, to go for, I'm going to go next. I'm going to say 2-0. I'm going to agree with Steve. I think we're too good for them. We're going to go for 2-0. The last but not least, I'm going to leave this to the resident Croatian football expert on our panel, Mr. Cam in Florida. Give us your next, Cam.
2: Absolutely. I mean, uh, um, I think we should be in talks to sign their goalkeeper because according to the Croatian fans, he's the best that anybody has in the world. Um, listening to all my Croatian fans out there, they obviously think that they're going to... Uh, um, Win it, beat us very easily. Um, but I think that this is a game where Bell will show his true worth of getting two goals per game, so maybe he can get make it three. I'm going to go for three nil. Um, they one thing I have to say though, and that the, some of the creation fans are right, their defense is pretty solid. They haven't conceded many goals. I think in the whole of the group stages, they conceded one goal, so it's not it's gonna tough. be, they're, they're a tough team and their goalkeeper who I accept. I I mispronounced his name. I didn't know he was a Croatian goalkeeper, but apparently he's pretty good. So maybe we should sign him for the reef. Maybe that's a conversation for another time.
1: Hopefully he's going to be busy on Thursday anyway. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Mm -hmm. But one little thing to add here, guys: we originally were going to play this match away first, weren't we? But because Mm. the UEFA rule that two teams in the same city can't play at home on the same day, Arsenal, because they're the FA Cup winners, they got preference, so they're playing their game away. So we're playing at home. which actually helps us because we won't be travelling before the North London derby. Mm-hmm. So it's actually worked out well for us, hasn't it? Yes. Yep. Good. All right, well, guys. Um, this is Ray from London Spurs 9501 podcast. Thanks for all our YouTube viewers. Please remember to comment, like, and subscribe. Thanks for all our podcast listeners as well. I'm going to get all the team now. We're all passionate Spurs fans. We talk. We might talk a lot of rubbish, but we talk from the heart about Spurs. <laughs> And, um, uh, you know, it's goodbye from Ray in London, Steve. Goodbye from Steve in London as
0: well. Jam. Jam in Connecticut. Have a good, good one, everyone.
2: Cam. And you're a resident Croatian football expert in Florida. Goodbye.
1: Did you want to say anything to your Croatian fans or not? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm beginning to learn how
2: to repronounce all the team names. Okay.
1: And what do we say at the end of every podcast? Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you
0: Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Spurs. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.